What is going on guys, Dando here. I uh, just want to give you guys a quick little heads up before we get into today's review of The Old Man and the Sea Student. First of all, fantastic episode. Uh, so you'll soon find out that Sir Guy Davis joined us for the very first time. It's the very first time we've ever had a three-way here on uh, Four Finger Discount. And it was a great time had by all. There were plenty of shenanigans, but I must warn you that when you get Mitch and Guy in the same room together, there are going to be tangents. So just just understand that there are a lot more tangents than you've come to expect here on your five years of listening to Four Finger Discount. We still review the episode. In my opinion, probably not as much Simpsons talk as we probably should have, but we'd had a couple of drinks. We we're having a good time and just consider this as a, a one-time special. We just wanted to... Uh, you know, turn the mics on. Guy wasn't actually supposed to be on the show. And then at the last minute, we just said, hey, you got an extra half an hour to watch the episode and join us? He was like, sure. So it was a last minute thing. We all had fun. Hope you guys have fun listening to it as well. Don't stress. Back to normal next week. And then after season 10, Guy's going to be joining me and it's going to be a hell of a good time going forward. So thank you once again for listening, guys. Do appreciate your support. It does mean the world to me. And I hope you enjoy our review of The Old Man and the Sea Student. Cheers, guys. You flush one down, it twirls around. 999 springs to flush down. You're not flushing those springs down our toilet, are you? Of course not. 996 springs to flush down. 996 springs. Four finger discount, dude. Uh, welcome to Four Figure Discount. This week we're here to review The Old Man and the Sea Student. I am Dando. I am Mitch. And it's, for the first time ever, a three-man booth, isn't it? Is it the first time? It is the first time ever. Yeah, yeah. certainly. Yes, it is. We did so Four Finger Discount. Yes, that's right. Is I'm going to chime in. It's me. It's Guy. You're really loud. And then he got really quiet. <laughs> he turned his microphone down <laughs> so much in shock that we okay. actually <laughs> couldn't hear his voice. Sorry, it was, my, it was my plan to deafen the two of you and just take over Four Finger Discount and make it a solo operation. <laughs> Oh man, how it works. I was leaving. You didn't need to deafen me. <laughs> <laughs> I never thought leopards would eat my face. Uh, yeah, so Mr. Guy Davis, the man who was taken over from Sir Mitchell over here, mm-hmm. has joined us for the first time ever. Did you yeah. just call him Sir Mitchellot? Sir, Sir Mitchell over here. Oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> what would start you calling you Sir Mitchellot? Uh, Sir Mitchell over there. <laughs> that's what, that's what I'll be in a few weeks' time. <laughs> Before we get into any of the um, the shenanigans that is this episode. It was your birthday two days ago. It was. Um, I've got a present for you. Oh, that's very nice of you. So, Thank you. You can close your eyes if you like. Uh, well, or keep them open. It's all right. You. Deal with choice. Uh, I will go with closed. Okay. He's got them closed. He's not lying, listeners. He actually got them closed. All right. So this is two presents. One of them you'll know by looking at it. The other one you have to find. Okay. So, you have to find? Yes. It's within this present. <laughs> oh, okay. I was going to say. like you. You've, Don't you've, leave the microphone. You've, all right. You've like strapped me to right. headphones. I mean, so no, I you, know, you know what this one is. Okay. It's. I mean, it's a pop vinyl yes. because there's. I can feel the plastic. Ah, uh, oh, shit, yes. It is number one. Uh, the first Tiger Woods pop. The, yeah. Number one in the Tiger Woods series. Number one yes. in the Tiger Woods series. Um, so, it's the Tiger Woods pop. Um, this would be based on the Augusta National win of last year, and he's giving himself his little a little fist pump. A little swoosh yeah. on his shirt. So, there's something else inside the pop. Yes. Does Tiger have more than one pop? He's going to. Oh, okay, then. I know I was supposed to say also, that. Also, I didn't to. know the Tiger had his own logo. I yeah. mean, if, you, if you guys want to check out the box or, or even just you know Google Tiger Woods, mm. maybe ignore the first the dozen yeah. uh, things that come up because they're all probably going to be infidelity related. Yeah. But after that, um, yeah, it's got the little TW kind of logo, mm. which I it's kind of like pretty, the Air Jordan type thing. Pretty that, neat, like mm. uh, yeah, all of the there's, you know, yeah. hats mostly. Well, he is a brand. You should know so. that when you're driving a car and you pass an MG, that actually stands for Mitch Grinter. It does. It's a little known fact that I've been keeping under my hat all of these years, <laughs> no, the, under my driving cap. The reason this is just a piece of paper for, mm. for now is because it hasn't been released yet. Oh, so that's why this is a printout to tell you what it is. I was going to say, I like that you've bought me a collectible and then you've made me <laughs> open the box to get to another nah, present. But you know I'm not, I'm not a box no. guy. Uh, so there is paper inside. He's opening it up. That's fantastic. I hope you haven't got this. Like on I've got it on DVD, but not okay. on Blu-ray. Okay, cool. Um, so that's fine. Uh, uh, this is Police Squad, the complete series, which is six episodes. So yeah. it's, it's a bit... <laughs> two like, disc complete series! Two It'll, disc collection. You'll, you'll knock that over in two hours. Um, uh, is it Police Squad? I'm sure we've spoken about it on here. For anyone that doesn't know, it's a TV series that was cancelled uh, by network bigwigs that did not know what a fucking joyous hit <laughs> they had and then later became the Naked Gun series. 
Um, Police squad in color. <laughs> um, so so many so many fun times that are going to come out of that. Thank you very much. That's no. delightful. That will because you previously got me the Naked Gun collection on yeah. Blu-ray as well. So now I will have uh, all of. Well, apart from Flying High, I'll have all of the best stuff that Leslie Nielsen has ever done in high def. I am a big fan of Wrongfully Accused before was, you raise your eyebrows <laughs> too far over there, Mr. Davis. <laughs> Wrongfully Accused was actually going to be my go-to and then I was like, okay, well, he's dropped that one. It's Spy Hard? I think, um, yeah, that's not bad. Mr. Magoo? Less so. I forgot that he made the Mr. Magoo movie. Um, Dracula Dead and Loving It Oh, dear with God. Mel Brooks. That was apparently atrocious. Yeah, I loved it as a kid, but um, leave uh, leave it as a kid. There are many things that we loved as I kids. Picked that it up in a three dollar bin uh, about six months ago, and haven't had the hard that Blu-ray to take or the DVD? plastic off um, DVD. Okay, you say three dollar bin, you just mean bin. <laughs> <laughs> just at the back of JB. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, uh, Mitch, I would say that that present is from uh, both Dando and I, but that would be a lie. Yeah, okay, well, that's fine. <laughs> he gave me a hearty handshake. That was his gift. Uh, the old man, the C student. Now, a guy walks in today and goes, it wasn't a good episode. I enjoyed it. Oh, good start. <laughs> Welcome to the show, guy. I'm like, well, I ain't going to get much better from here. <laughs> I was wearing my I hate everything t-shirt. Actually, no, I was wearing that um, that sandwich board that Bruce Willis wears in Die Hard with a Vengeance. I hate I, Simpsons. I hate Simpsons. <laughs> That's going to be your initiation to the show. We're going to set you up in Burke Street. I was yeah, not wearing any other clothes, just that. Yeah. <laughs> then Nicola came and was like, Actually, why? Well, um, so, I mean, obviously Die Hardy has to do that in Harlem. So maybe in Melbourne, we'll set you up out front of Minotaur. <laughs> <laughs> and if you survive three hours, you get to take over the show. You get sat on by comic book guy. <laughs> what didn't you like about it, guy? It's not that I disliked it. Um, oh, Oh gosh, I'm trying to think what sort of didn't really uh, work gel, work for me. I don't know. I mean, I like I, the I, fact I like the fact that Bart was actually trying to do something good for a change. That is a good was point. Was he though? It, it was very self serving. It was kind yeah. of like you know his heart do, was in the right place. His heart was in his place. Oh no! Like, I mean, he was like, "Hey, old people, why don't you you know be, yeah, but be more like the boy?" There's a lot of ego. <laughs> that's true, but there's a lot of egocentrism in that point of view. That at no point does he stop to consider maybe the old people are comfortable and enjoy their life. This is actually something it, that I wrote down. It's more that it's boring for him. But that's not, no. But at the end, Grandpa says it's the most fun they've had in twenty years. Yeah, but that's not what his goal was. His goal was to have fun himself. The fact that yeah. they had fun along the way is a happy coincidence. May I just say, yeah, I look, I've got a little more mileage on the meter than you two young whippersnappers mm. here. And as someone who's closer to Grandpa Simpsons, I would say, I would say, no, sitting in a chair is good. Uh, <laughs> remembering the glory days is good, as opposed to trying to recapture the glory days. I just don't have the energy for that nonsense. No. I did love that. I can't get off this chair because someone will take it. I did yeah. like <laughs> pointing at the padding. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> did, did that remind you of the pop culture offices? Because there's always like one good office chair. Uh, I brought my own chair actually. Did you? Did yeah. you now? Yeah, good. yeah. Because I remember my name on it and everything. Right, okay. Good for my back. <laughs> Whenever I brought I this went... chair from home. <laughs> when, I, when I was working there, I think there was always a day when someone was away and you would grab their chair, or I would. You would at least. break chairs all the time. Well, with, my, with my fat ass, <laughs> <laughs> literally went through like two chairs, two or did three I, chairs. Did I honestly break those chairs, or were they just crap chairs to begin with? Well, when you sat on them, they went clunk, and they didn't. I <laughs> <laughs> made the law and order sound. <laughs> Where I work now, it's it's fascinating because every chair, every chair is identical and there's ergonomic assessments and that sort of stuff when you first start. So there's no reason that, like, some people have sort of special needs chairs, mm-hmm. um, but for the most part, every chair is the same. You but mean a wheelchair? still, when people move, they take their chair with them. Well, uh, yeah. well like, it, it, you know, your particular buttocks get used to a particular mm. groove. Mm. Um, does anyone sit on one of those, like, Swedish balls? No one's doing that. No. Are they Swedish balls or are just in the exercise balls? Maybe, yeah. maybe in Health Month. I get that. Yeah. Might kick in. I get the feeling they were Swedish. Maybe they. Yeah. Were. <laughs> maybe they were Swiss. I, uh... They weren't meat. <laughs> Is that what I was thinking? <laughs> Swedish balls. <laughs> What's I think of Swedish meatballs? Oh God. I'm sorry. I'm going to look up exercise balls. If, they were, if they're Swedish, if they were that big and that blue, <laughs> yeah, concern. Just one for me, Sven. <laughs> Coming out of the snow. <laughs> Exercise balls. Stop leading Sven on. You I give didn't, him how would I find balls. out where they originated from? 
Oh, Wikipedia, Christ, I, guess? I don't know. Well, Gwyneth <laughs> Paltrow is probably the, the, the go-to. Oh, that goop show. I watched an episode of it. Never again. Also oh, known as a yoga ball. Can you mute things on Netflix? Like, it's, a can, Swedish, it's a Swedish ball. You're right. You know how oh. You, oh, it is Swedish. <laughs> there you go. You know how you can mute things on Twitter? Like, you know, oh, yeah. mute, mute a hashtag. Can you do that with shows on Netflix? Can I just make sure that goop never appears in my recommended feed? No, I get the feeling it's going gonna, it's gonna to show up it's regardless. Be there there's no, there's no can't stopping, change the algorithm. No. There's no stopping Gwyneth. You can't fight the algorithm. You can stop the autoplay. On the trailers though, which gets really oh, fucking okay. annoying. Yeah, it when does. They, yeah, that's the menu. I don't want. To, I'm trying to concentrate on what I'm flicking through. I don't yeah. want to hear. I think it made so many people happy when they announced that. It's like, yeah. oh, thank goodness. Yeah. yeah, I didn't mind the episode. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Um, I, I kind could have of, had more Swedish balls though. I, I, here's, here's what I did like. It does about have it. a lot of uh, sort of cultural stereotypes at the beginning, does, yeah. which, which is actually I like the first half mainly because of that offensiveness. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's actually like there's a fair bit of that that felt like uh, classic Simpsons in the the first half of this episode. Mm. Even the second half where it does um, it does start to meld a little bit of a schmaltzy feeling with. Uh, Bart and Grandpa are actually the very end, yeah, yeah, and and I mean, it's not again, it's not done with as much class as it used to be done, but at least that it's there. They were trying to to go for something, um, but but I think more often than not, I, oh sorry, more more than any other reason in this episode, I just really enjoy Homer's joy for Springy. Yeah, true. I loved that side story. Yeah, it was really good. Yeah, it, I I must admit, I initially thought that whole I, I did write down this B story with a spring is kind of a dud, and then. <laughs> No, it was not. No, it brings it back around <laughs> at the end. And it actually tied into the A story very, very nicely. It's yeah. completely ridiculous, but I bought into it. Yeah. The fact that the ship was bouncing on the springs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my favourite moment from the episode, besides Martin getting dropped off at the basketball court, <laughs> yeah, shirts and skin, Bless hustle. <laughs> I would, like, if that ever. was just perfect. If but, ever, like, they talk about how Camp Krusty nearly became a movie, <laughs> but if they're looking for a second movie, do a real dirty, gritty street basketball kind of bringing together two sex and sections of society starring Martin Prince. Oh. Well, did you, did you, Dangerous Minds have Martin you, Prince. You know that movie Stand and Deliver? Have you ever heard of that one? Oh, with Edward James Olmos? Most people know oh, it because then J- South yeah, Park okay. ripped it. Like, How do I reach these kids? <laughs> <laughs> but it's an actual movie from like 89, around the time... Oh, no, no. It's certainly not the time this episode came out. But mm, no. uh, it had Edward James Olmos as this... Uh, very nerdy-looking maths teacher goes like the worst school in South Central. That's fantastic. And um, yeah, and based on a true story, who turns this uh, class full of gangbangers and cholos into like a, a, a band of math scholars. And are you um, allowed to say gangbangers and cholos <laughs> as a mid forties white man? <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's the first of many cancellations <laughs> that I can anticipate. Um, but um, I think gangbangers and cholos. Well. Gangbangers can probably get away with cholos, maybe not so much. We said it three times now. (laughs) I don't know what a cholo is. It just sounds offensive. (laughs) I believe it's a a, a gangster of of Hispanic... I was going to say, here's my problem with the word cholo coming from you. When you say it, I'm not picturing you talking about another white man. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to... This is the first of many tongue biting that we're going to be having from here. But uh, anyway, but yes, if you had... A, f- a full-on movie that was Martin Prince going into, going onto the wrong side of the tracks yeah. to, you know, either teach art or math yeah. or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and invariably getting his ass handed to him. Yeah. Yes, I'd watch it. It's That'd the look of that. terror as the ball deflates in his head yeah. and looking back at Skinner. Skinner's like, never made for himself now. Not my problem. <laughs> <laughs> but my other favourite moment was Homer's singing. 999 oh, <laughs> no springs to flush down. Yep. What are you doing in there? Are you flushing those springs? Nope. No. 998 springs. <laughs> I think one of the reasons that I initially had not so much affection for this episode is because it reminded me of another nursing home episode that I have a great deal of fondness for. Mm. I can't remember the actual name of it, but it's the one that ends with... Oh, I think it's when... Um, Is it when Homer's undercover in there? No, but no? it's... Um, Grandpa, I think he either remarries or something. Oh, or, Mrs. Bouvier and ends with a graduate parody? No, no, no. No, not that one either? End, oh, you know, oh, maybe Old Money. Where, where, where It ends with, come on in, friends, dignity's on me. Yes, where, yeah. she, where, she, sorry, where yeah. she passes, his girlfriend passes away and she leaves money to Grandpa. Yes. yes. Yep. And, yeah, the... the uh, Buys a fez. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and the nursing home gets sort of, you know... Re, gets made over, refurbished, and but yeah, that line dignity's on me. It's like I'm, I'm welling up just even thinking about it now. Yeah, I think, yeah. I think it's a lovely episode. 
And looking at this one, I was like, eh, guess what? Pales in comparison. It's not as lovely. Yeah. It's not as lovely. No. Yes, but the, this world was not made for one as beautiful as you episode that, whose name I can't remember. Welcome to season 10 Simpsons. Uh, my, <laughs> my, and beyond. Yeah. Set expectations to seven. Um, my, <laughs> set expectations to fun. My, uh, my favorite moment was um, Homer dribbling Maggie. <laughs> I, yeah. I, legitimately, I was like, how much fun would that be with a baby if you could just pick a baby up and throw it around and it would bounce off things and be okay? You know, you know what would have made that moment? better for me if Maggie looked like she was having a good time the fact that she looked concerned before he did it secondary, I was like, secondary I was like, problem terrible father <laughs> like Maggie should have been laughing and then going and going on it would have been a nice mm. moment of Homer and Maggie bonding and it mm. wouldn't have been she him. seemed fine once she landed in the once she chair. landed yeah but at the start she's like I don't think I want to be thrown around the yeah, room well, dad she didn't, she didn't trust it at the beginning it was yeah. like when I went bungee jumping you know you're a little bit concerned at the beginning and then at the end you're like what a rush that was you let's look, go again you looked down and went oh god yeah. like, you, I've never seen you that scared I thank you for picking up on it because so many people have gone, oh, you look really calm. I'm like, no, 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 no. that's you, me, terrified. You looked really scared. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever bungee jumped before? Bungee jumping? I've never, I've never bungee jumped. Okay. Nor have I parachuted and it's something I very much like to do. Yeah, parachuting's easier. Is it? Yeah. Because you're so far Have you up. parachuted? Yeah. We did skydiving over Ely Beach for Ash's 22nd birthday. Okay. Um, yeah. So, with, with parachuting, you're up in a plane, you... Don't have to walk to the edge. That's the easiest. Like that, like particularly tandem. You're strapped to a dude. You get near the door. You roll out of the door because you're so far up. It's not very tangible. You just mm. you're just in this. You're in the sky, and that's yes. all it is to it. Whereas bungee jumping, you walk to the end, and you're like, "Fuck, there's the ground." And how far up were you? How, how high is the bridge? 134 meters. The Ooh, one that golly. we did. How yeah. far do you drop? Uh, 132 yeah, you, meters. <laughs> you're probably 15 or so from the ground. So I guess that's about 100, it's 110, 120 yeah, yeah. ish drop. Um, it's eight and a half seconds of free fall. Um, but yeah, it's intense. Yeah. But listeners in New Zealand, highly recommend it. Like, What's, just don't, I mean, don't do it on my recommendation in case you die and then we'll get sued or something. Describe the sense of relief once you've felt that it's connected and you're not going to keep falling. <laughs> um, have you ever been not sure if a condom broke? I've never done that one. Okay. <laughs> What's a condom? I've never had sex. Con- condom. But on, but on checking, and it's intact. <laughs> Praise be, my life continues on. This is maybe a conversation for off-air, but yeah, I'm really curious about how you could enjoy the whole act. I mean, are you sort of like, have you reached completion of the act and then realised, oh, maybe this... Condom was broken, or are you like in the midst of it going? I think it's. In I, ho- the, I hope I'm maintaining the integrity of this prophylactic. It's, it's in the like your ninety nine percent, ninety nine point seven percent completion. Oh, okay. and it's the thing of. I hope it held. <laughs> Been at this for a while. So, what was your favorite move from the episode, guy? I think Mitch has a very high opinion of his prowess. It's like I'm busting through this number. <laughs> <laughs> it's more. It's more. <laughs> you know how Daniel Day-Lewis doesn't act often, but when he does, he acts well? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> they rip off their shirt, little Superman just fucking flying through. <laughs> I wish I hadn't put these condoms from the NQR store. Did you have to be so graphic? Oh, I didn't start that. <laughs> I don't think that's all that graphic. Uh, uh, so what was your favourite moment from the episode? Um, well, I was just about to say, I mean, I know you... I actually did like the uh, the bouncing uh, bouncing Maggie as well, basketball Maggie or whatever. Yeah, yeah. That having said that, oh, look, it's a bit much to ask for sort of continuity of humour, but you know those those springs on Maggie's like oh, they don't seem to be hurting her too much. She's bouncing around quite nicely. Mm, yeah. Meanwhile, at the bar, they're all catching him in the eye. Oh, <laughs> that was fantastic. <laughs> Which is one of my favourite Simpsons like because I think it's been used more than once well, it's in the- more than one situation. Yeah. Ow, my this this, yeah. this started the trend of Lenny getting shit in his eye. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I love that Moe's... I said, don't pull. I said, yeah. don't pull. Don't! Yeah. And the, <laughs> it is kind of... It's the acting of the hands. Speaking of graphic, I mean, you can sort of see... Oh, it's caught under his eyelid. Yeah. The, the eyelid is stretching. Yeah. Yeah. Don't pull. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, something I did like was, um, I guess, Bart's sort of Rodney Dangerfield style... Um, comedy routine. Yeah, yeah. The routine's no good. Very confident. <laughs> yeah, but he's kind of got the... 
He's got the uh, the suit on. He's got a tugging on the tie. I love, you know, yeah. hecky nightclub to me. Yeah, tough room. <laughs> um, I'll also just give a quick shout out to the to not upset the old people and dubbing over the ending of Gone with the Wind. Oh, that's... <laughs> Frankly, my dear, I love you. Let's remarry. <laughs> She's not a warrant. Oh, you've been warned. <laughs> so a solid episode and all when we look back on it. Lots of funny moments. Yeah. True. Yeah. yeah. No, the, yeah Leslie, I didn't want to sort also, of come in, come in all hate guns blazing like it's no. like, oh, this is the worst of the worst. It's like, eh. No, um, probably the first one in about six weeks that didn't have a homophobic joke in it as well. So props to that. Was well, it not? For some reason, I remember one. I don't think that was. I think it made up for it with plenty of uh, casual racism. And Maybe it was the racism I thought of, yeah. To white countries. Oh, that's You're true. allowed to be racist to Germany and to other places along those lines. He, he was a bit of a fattest. There was true. There was a bit of fat shaming. Mm. And, um, you know, that, uh, that, old lady have, crush you. that old lady shouldn't have worn that, uh, that tight shawl. She was just asking for it. Yeah. That's what I was thinking of, yeah. Yeah, yeah. creepy old man. Yeah. But you know, overall, yeah. I was very. Uh, is that the I, same guy who liked taquitos? Yes, yes, it yes. Was. So okay. I was going to say, so he got a lot more airtime than ever before in this episode. Old Jewish guy, I believe he's called. Mm. That's what they call him with, with all the tact. <laughs> with all well, the tact. I'm grace. guessing that the Simpsons writers' room is probably full of our friends from the Hebrew persuasion, who can probably more get away with that. Next question: You there, eating the paste? Do you kick off this oh, week, Mitch? Yes, no problem at all. Now, um, Guy won't have trivia, so I didn't tell him to write no, trivia. No, that's fine. So but we'll he just, can answer if he wants to. Yeah, chime in. Chime in. Maybe Guy can be the phone a friend. Uh, how many rubles was a dollar worth at the beginning? My first question, seven. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what was the end? Uh, I don't thousand? know that. Yeah. One thousand. One thousand rubles. <laughs> I must go. Well, we've got one question left now, because I only had two. Actually, no, I've got three. Sorry, I've got three. Uh, what was the name of the rat that... Wigan was talking Cinnamon. to. Cinnamon. Cinnamon. <laughs> oh, Don't make it harder than it already is. Harder than it is. Look, oh, so sad. <laughs> what were the two flags that Springy was holding? America would have been one of them. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know. Uh, the Olympic flag What's was the, the other flag? one. Okay. And uh, my sub-question to that is, what were the main differences about the Olympic flag to the real Olympic flag? You were a detailed guy, Mitch. Uh, they were all black, the rings, and they weren't, in con- in- weren't connected. They weren't connected. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, now it said on Wikipedia that was to not upset the IOC. I imagine yeah. by what they mean by the, or what they meant by that was to not be sued because I'm yeah. fairly sure they would be super expensive um, to use in terms of the rights. And that would be a like, trademark. Yeah, like that's like using McDonald's M or something. Yeah, like that's you know. Would be top five most iconic logos ever. I think the Olympics. I would think, yeah, like for, for recognizable wor- for anyway. worldwide recognition. Uh, there wouldn't be many that cross. Countries and languages and will McDonald's be number one besides besides the cross? Oh, I mean, didn't they say McDonald's was more recognisable than the cross? I have heard that before. Yeah, yeah. was that Morgan Sport uh, Morgan Spurlock that came up with that? I think it was Ronald McDonald who said that. <laughs> yeah, okay. so don't maybe don't take that clown's word for it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my final question is: They play the Beatles track "Can't Buy Me Love" in mm-hmm. this, not by the Beatles, but they play that song. Yes. What album did that appear on? Yeah. Um, Oh, think of Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. No, think of another iconic one. White album? They're no. all iconic. It's the know, fucking Beatles. The, the ones that the casual people would know. Meet the Beatles? Hard Day's Night. Beatles rock band? The, 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 <laughs> the clue was that they parody the they parody that at front the of end. it at the end. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. So that is trivia for this week. Did you want to try to think of one on the spot, Mr. Davis, or not? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. the, the short answer is no. The long answer is hell no. From this day forward, your names will be... It is time for new names. Mitch, what have the patrons contributed this week? Oh, some doozies this yeah? week. Yeah. Um, what have they got? I think two that could very well... Well, one that might be the best new name that has ever been suggested. So, I'll save that to last. It, it, now that I've actually read through the list, there's um, there's more there's more good ones than what I have. So, I'm going to break tradition and do mine first because it oh. pales in comparison. And this is groundbreaking. This is a groundbreaking moment for the podcast. Mitch saying mm. that someone else is better than him at something. Have you ever conceded that you weren't the best at something? I've conceded that people got lucky and that I didn't try very hard. <laughs> I'm seeing these fingers are crossed. <laughs> what have they got? By the way, you've crossed your fingers better than anyone I've ever seen. That <laughs> <laughs> is just elegant. None better. <laughs> Costanza was pretty good at it. Uh, so, it, well, what I had was um, um, buried under the rubles. Mm-hmm. Um, Jordan Moleman, Rich, me, uh, Richie, springy time for Homer. Very obscure. Little reference there to uh, Springtime for Hitler. Well done. Uh, Conway Twitty, the geriatric boat that rocked, which was very 
very good as well. Good movie, Boat That Rocked. Uh, Ross Thompson, Spring City. That's my favorite so far. That's really good. Talia Enriquez, 1000 Springs Under the Sea. Mm-hmm. Pretty good. Spring City's the best so far, I'm, in my I'm, opinion. I'm building towards. Okay. Two people actually suggested this one, but uh, the Who one got that first? got in first. <laughs> the Boat That Couldn't Go Down. Oh, that's <laughs> that's incredible. Yeah. Gives away the yeah. story, but it's incredible. Yeah, no, it's fantastic. Well done. And um, Mark Boston Burgess with Living Taquito Loca. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's great. also worth it. <laughs> oh, well He's done, patrons. to Mexican food. <laughs> Solid patron new names. Well done. Yeah. That's, and and not, not a single, like, dough play on word amongst them. So, yeah. finally. Now, Guy, are you paying attention? This is, this is what you're going to be doing. This, this, this is your role in like a month's time. I'm sorry, I was taking a nap. You're what, going to be reading I... through the uh, the new names and the... What else What else do you do? Tri- you do trivia questions and... Mostly new names and then you just act with an air of confidence for the rest of the episode. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I've been doing that since day one. So, um, <laughs> acting with an air of confidence. Yeah. I've never been actually confident new names. As a one su- day in my life. As a sub-editor, new names should be right up your alley. It would be an mm. absolute treat. Yeah. That's just going to be the whole show for Guy. Just coming okay. up with new names. Can I, can, can I give you a new name for this episode? Please now? do. Go for it. How about that spring you do? Yeah, nice. See, how good is he? Did you just come up with that? Yes. <laughs> Confident. Yes. 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 yes, I did. Why would you question that? <laughs> or Homer Springs Eternal. I hope they're paying you for your talent at that paper you work at. <laughs> well, yes, they are. <laughs> Shout out to the advertiser. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I believe we hung shit on the advertiser a few weeks ago. They did me. Oh, we probably no, did. Sometimes, but, I mean, sometimes justifiably I, I, so. Maybe I wasn't working. There. I acknowledged him for yeah. the time we found a look. fat guy in Geelong. We thought it was Elton John. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> look, look, weren't you responsible for that? I was not. Okay. But <laughs> having said that, we actually sort of spun that into, if not gold, maybe zinc. Because no, no you didn't. You well, okay, <laughs> there was a case of mistaken identity with like, okay, We've it's not Elton it. John, <laughs> but who is? We then was like, you tried to, to get turn two your fuck or three up days worth of news. That's what I mean. <laughs> Who is the Elton John lookalike? Yeah. Uh, but no, look. I'll um, tell you what. I'll tell was... you what. The advertiser does do a, uh, some fantastic local sports coverage and they are, in terms of local papers, a very, very good one, all springs considered. Very nice. <laughs> that was like watching, you know, uh, that was like watching LeBron. It was just <laughs> the layup, the layup, the... Shoom! Nothing but net. Um, I was going to say, um, but having said that, I mean, it felt more like when the Harlem Globetrotters just keep <laughs> keep it alive against the backboard, and then finally someone dunks it. I, was, I wasn't working on Sunday night when Monday's paper came out, but I mm. did look at Monday's advertising. and there was some story about like an Elvis impersonator coming to town. Okay, and the headline was "One Deck, the Next Best Thing," and I was with the lovely Louise at the time, and she said, "You look angry. Why are you angry?" I said. <laughs> The next best king is right there. <laughs> Why didn't you do Screaming that? Screaming them in the face. <laughs> At which point she said, I think we should only see other people. <laughs> it's the Patreon mailbag time. Yes, it is Mitch's favourite time of the week. It is the Patreon mailbag, which is brought to you by our beloved $20 plus patrons. We've got Jordan Ritchie, David Harrington, Christopher Darby and David Nayer. Love you, gentlemen. Very, very much. Also, a shout-out to our new $5 plus patrons, kicking off with a man who I forgot to give a shout-out many, many weeks ago, but it's time now for a shout-out to Mr. Chris Slade. Thank you very much, sir. Also, Rebecca Perkins, Luke McKay, and Catherine Walmsley. Thank you for your support. Uh, if you've subscribed this week, don't worry. You'll get a shout-out next week. If you want to get your shout-out on the podcast, plus get access to a bunch of exclusive content, including our new Talking Seinfeld podcast, uh, Tales of Futurama podcast, access to the Facebook group, and much, much more. It's just patreon.com slash four-finger discount. And also, if you are a patron, you get access into the monthly draw. And now it is time that I draw out a winner for this month. And the winner of the $50 e-gift card from our good friends at popculture.com.au, the world's number one source for officially licensed Simpsons merchandise, goes to Alex Crockett. Thank you so much. Alex, send us an email, mailbag at fourfingerdiscount.com.au or just drop me a message on Facebook. I'm sure you're in the Facebook group and we will get your e-gift card to you so you can go buy some goodies on popculture.com.au. Now, Mitch, I think it is time we answer some questions, shall we? So the other rule for this guy is you're not allowed to look. Okay. I mean, that's a personal rule. As in, I, I like to... <laughs> you mean hear, you? I, because, I, I yeah. like to hear these questions for the first yeah, time. Yeah, we literally... I post it and I just don't go back to the group. I just find the yeah, post okay. as we're doing it. 
So, so all right. don't do what Mitch Dunn does. No. By the way, we need to mention that uh, this Patreon mailbag is brought to you by our $20 patrons. I'll put that all in at the end. First question comes from uh, Noah Daniel. He says, what were some of the after-school programs that your schools provided? Uh, Beatdowns. Were you ever beaten up? <laughs> um, I managed to avoid a few. Because I watched Bart the General today and I was trying to remember if I ever got beaten no, up. I, I got I definitely I got had a few like, once. you meet me on the Oval at 3.40. I'm like, yeah, I'll do that. <laughs> <laughs> I got punched once because I spun a chair and hit a kid who was sitting on the floor mm. and he just took me to the ground and punched me. Right. Yeah. There like was a time... In the, in the face, yeah. That was the only time I remember being beaten. I once punched... Um, I was a friend of mine, but he also had a temper and was a... Oh, he wasn't like Victorian champion, but he was a very, very good boxer for his age. Oh. And he was standing over me one day, just teasing me, and I sort of just jabbed him, got him in the solar plexus, winded him. Didn't appreciate and then, like, it? No, this different look came over him. And I was sitting down, and he was standing over me, and he at least had the decency that he wanted it to be a proper fight because he's like, stand up. Nope. <laughs> it's like stand up. I'm not going to stand up, Josh. <laughs> you can either hit me sitting down or you can walk away. <laughs> How old were you? Oh, I don't know. It was 14, 15, something like that. Would have been, oh, well, somewhere between 12 and 14. So that's some think. Well, you weren't thinking on your feet because if you got on your feet, no, I was right thinking hit. on my ass. That's some thinking. But it was self preservation. That's, that's very savvy. Yeah. <laughs> have you ever been beaten up? Um, not beaten up. Um, Have you beaten up somebody? Oh God, no! No. <laughs> uh, I the only time I the only time I got into a not a fight at school, but I mean, I never got hit in the face or anything like that. I did get punched in the chest quite severely to the point where it's like, <laughs> like that that really hurt. Um, but I'll tell you about another, another time. Out. Teachers were made out of tough stuff back then. They were in. I'll tell you about a time that I was out of school, a few years out of school. Uh, this may be a little long-winded, so just tell me to shut up if I'm going on too long. Remember, this is after school. The no, question the, is about after school. The, <laughs> it's not about I, fights we've been in. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> the short answer is no. I was never beaten up after school, not after school activity. What did, but they, I, do, what, what did they do? Like in the, in well, the at, 80s, if your parents missed pickup, what did, what did you do in after I school? The bu- well, I called the bus, man. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but I do remember, I was at a nightclub one night and this guy who was, I think, new on as a bouncer, thought that I was making fun of him to this girl that he liked. I was not. I was just, you know, we were laughing about something else. He then cornered me in the men's room a bit later. Um, I was qu- quite drunk. I don't like where this is going. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. It, 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 and a little bit, <laughs> I was about to say, a little bit I was about to say there's a happy ending. That sounds Find even worse. Happy place. <laughs> he sort of pushed me up against the wall and he had this little friend with him. Was it like a bit like the, you know, the Bart the General kind of dynamic? He was Nelson, and this is one of his lackey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one of his lackeys. And the little guy was sort of punching me in the face, uh, but his punches were so ineffectual, and I was so drunk that I distinctly remember sort of turning and saying, "Stop that!" <laughs> He's something like a real villain, Mister. Get Simpson. him, boys. <laughs> well, that's the thing. I mean, I think the big guy was kind of like, oh, he was just, in, you know. Apoplectic with rage, and his little guy was sort of doing the dirty work for him, but it was completely just no good at it. <laughs> but I distinctly remember, stop that. <laughs> well, there we go. That's fights we've been in. What's but, the next uh, question? After, after school activities, I don't know, uh, drama. <laughs> Jonathan Rossi, what is the most memorable charity project that you have participated in or taken the lead in? Mm. Charity project. I've never really done a charity like project. A walk-a-thon? I've just donated. Oh, the, yeah, remember the old walkathon from school? You have to go around to people's houses and ask for money. Didn't do it. Didn't do it? No. I did it Because I knew I was not going to participate in the walk and I didn't want to take people's money for nothing. My dad as soon to... as someone <laughs> paid me so much as a dollar, then I was committed. My dad used to take it to his work and because my dad was the boss, everyone felt like they had to yeah, contribute. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I always you want won... that overtime this weekend, George? I, I always <laughs> won first prize for raising the most money because yeah. my dad used to just take it to his work. Um, next question here. Why isn't cricket an Olympic sport? Jet oh, because only eight teams play it, and only three of them are good at it. What did um What did Australia choose as their sport? Was it beach volleyball? For when they had the Olympics, doesn't the home country get to choose a oh, sport? Do they? Is that a thing? I don't know. But how could you even play cricket as an Olympic sport? I mean, could you do just like a no, you like couldn't. a big bash or a one day or something? Or? Yeah. Well, I mean, that big bash would work. They've got basketball at the Olympics in a round robin format, so you yeah, yeah, you could I, do it, but not enough countries play it. At best, you could do it in the Commonwealth Games. I think there was talk of that years and years ago. Um, 
Andrew Palakity says, if you could choose a new Olympic sport, what would you choose? Ooh. A new sport. So not like in mm. murder ball. <laughs> yeah, rollerball. Yeah. I would I would I would watch dodgeball. <laughs> dodgeball and Dodgeball championships. Ten pin yeah. bowling. I love watching ten pin bowling. Yeah, it's a bit of a yeah. I'm not a big fan of sports that are often played as individual sports that then make it into the Olympics though. Yeah. Synchronized darts? Synchronized. Darts would be good. Yeah. yeah. That'd be fun. Battle darts. <laughs> Nerf gun wars. <laughs> Paintball. Paintball? Paintball at the Olympics. Yeah. Ooh. Guaranteed to see blood. Yeah, you'd get like Delta Force guys. Yeah, well, I was going to say, imagine with Olympic funding how good the courses had been. <laughs> uh, do we have any memories of the 2000 Sydney Olympics Actually, from you could, Mark you could Burgess? combine paintball with the nostalgia of <laughs> and have it set in the... My memory of the 2000 Olympic Games... <laughs> the, look, the look on the face of Guy. <laughs> Where, I, I just, just haven't. I, <laughs> I, have. I really just admired. <laughs> <laughs> just completely ignoring that. Let's move on really quickly. Uh, yeah, so my memory of the 2000 Olympic Games was when they had the Simpsons Fan Fest for Australian fans. Mm. They had their 24 hours a day, seven days a week, Simpsons Marathon. That was my. That was what I did for two weeks, basically. What about yep. you? Do you remember much about the Olympics? I remember Kathy Freeman winning gold. Uh, I, yeah, I mean, Kathy winning gold and Australia dominating in the pool. Like There was a good couple of years there where swimming was the most exciting thing to watch. Was that Kieran Perkins' era? No, Perk was, uh, no, not, he was 96. Was Thorpe and Hackett and oh, okay. Klim and um, Jeff, Skippy Hugel, I think he's... Oh, um, and then Liesl Jones, Susie O'Neill might have crossed over. How many yeah. of those guys have fallen from grace since then? Cause All of them. Yeah. <laughs> Thorpe hasn't. No, Thorpe hasn't. Thorpe's been fine. He's got his little fashion yeah. gig going on and that's, that's good for but him. But Hugel, big time. And Hackett. Yeah, Hugel, yeah. Hugel hasn't he blown up? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, not that he's had any personal issues. He's just enjoyed the... Scott Miller, is he a swimmer? Am I thinking of someone else? You know, Scott Miller. Lo- local reference, by the way. Not Scott Muller, the cricketer. Hugel is the Scott Cummings of swimming. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, Michael, Michael Clinton's just selling brawn. Would you like... I have a memory. Oh, okay. Of the Olympics. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I, re- I remember it. Well, you would have been writing about it at the time. Um... Probably. Oh, you were movies, though, weren't you? I yeah. was, yes. But uh, no, I, I don't remember the game so much, but of course I remember the announcement. I think everyone remembers the announcement when it was like, Sydney. And the winner is Sydney. And I think it's John Fay was, yeah. was the premier of New South Wales. Yeah, at the who time, just comes who just running did this, in. It did this, you know, insanely awkward leap of joy. Yeah. 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 That was parodied for, parodied for days. Years I, can't, years. I can just remember the line being delivered. I can't remember the jump for joy. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's just there's um there's a really good clip of the late show when they were doing the talking mm. about it and just people on the street mocking John Fay. Really? Yeah, yeah, and I think there was also a Sydney, I think when it was lobbying for the games had some very expressive young girl. It was kind of like, "Please come to Sydney." And she used her hands a whole lot. Mm. And then the late show took the piss out of that yeah. very well as also. Um but yes, I primarily remember just the winner is Sydney. Sydney. Yes. When do we going to Australia will get the Olympics next? No, oh, hopefully never. Wasted time. Nah, be good for be good for Melbourne. I think Melbourne would be the place they'd do it if they did it again in Australia. Who was ha- well? Sydney's had it. Melbourne's had it here. Yeah. Has anyone else had it? Have it in Hobart. Gold Coast was pushing pretty hard for it. I That's don't, right. I just don't see them getting it though. Nah, you never know. But yeah, just have it down in Tassie. Turn all of Tassie into like a sports arena, and that, then just keep it that way. That'd be cool. <laughs> <laughs> just leave it. <laughs> One more question. Let's have a flick through here. From Beth Anslow. Alrighty, if a zombie apocalypse, all I saw was zombie apocalypse. That's all I know broke out and you were allocated the old people's home to hide out, what mm. strategies and objects would you utilise to better your chance of survival? Oh, okay. The answer is simple. Old people. <laughs> <laughs> you throw them in front of you <laughs> and the zombies feast on them. I would um, you'd be stocking up on all the blood. Finite resource, though. All the blood and whatnot. You'd be stocking up on all that in case you lose blood. You need blood transfusion. How much blood are they keeping at the old folks' home? Surely they still get that so from not the a Red hospital. Cross. Yeah. No. Mm. I thought you were just going to be draining the old people. <laughs> That's what I thought. You, you, it's like Fury Road. You're turning them into your personal blood yeah. bags. They would have a lot of paracetamol. You need paracetamol, I feel, in a zombie apocalypse. Because yeah. ma- imagine yeah. being five years into an apocalypse mm. and having a headache. Um, do you think, no the, the, do you think bingo- about what goes in your go bag, in your in your apocalypse bag? I never have, but we can. I was going to say the bingo balls um, set up to help trip the zombies. So like that, that you uh, pop them down like, Hill like their marbles, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Create a, like a nice barrier out of walkers. Yeah, absolutely. The walkers dead. Yeah, <laughs> that's what, get used to it, folks. You're gonna get a lot of that. <laughs> um, wow, I can see the patron numbers dropping. 
surely, I mean, the be zombies tend to have that like that constantly open mouth, like the kind of zombie thing. So just like there'd be hours of fun to pass to pass the time just trying to throw the pills. Oh, into like the, the zombie sh- mouth, like the show. Like uh, no, I mean not like the TV show, but like, like at the Melbourne show, the, mm. clowns. Oh, the clowns. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you never know; you might come across the right combination that takes a zombie out. You mentioned that I actually did really enjoy the way they designed the old folks home when Bart first walked in mm. with that guy in the wheelchair. He looked yeah. so menacing. Yeah, he did. <laughs> <laughs> Just, mm. And the uh, <laughs> pantyhose. Ooh. Yeah, not good. Not good at all. What is? I'm um, clearly I have a lot to learn, but that's a paddling guy. What's yeah. his actual name? Jasper. Jasper. He was great in this. He was the dance, the, the jump to the left, yeah. like the time more. Yeah. <laughs> B3. You shrunk my battleship. <laughs> G52. You shrunk my battleship. <laughs> Should we get into the review? At some point. Because uh, we need to be out of here in about 25 minutes or so. Good. That's so. all right. <laughs> I, I think we've had more fun in this just than we're going it. to have in remembering the episode. Yeah, we'll just skim through it ever so quickly. So it starts off with the Olympic Committee. And they're deciding. They got the letter from Lisa. I did think, love that how he thought everyone was going to get behind him and decide that Springfield <laughs> Who's with be. me? Yeah. <laughs> Too bad. I've already decided. <laughs> Who was that guy from? Argentina? Where was he from? Argentina? Wow. I think you've just chosen a community that's not white. What? Uh, what? 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 <laughs> What's he called? A, a churro? What was it? Cholo. A cholo. cholo. <laughs> Have you not seen Logan? You know, you know, there's that, you know, the Wolverine movie. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, what's so someone now, told me about, you know, three dead cholo. I was going to say, so, so what? Now, you, now your heroes are people that just decapitate Mexicans? Is that- <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying that, but I'm not not saying that. No, no. I'm certainly not saying. Only when they're trying to steal the wheels of your car. Um, I don't know if he actually, if it was determined where he was from, because there's no nameplate in front of him. He, um, I did love the shameful bronze. <laughs> That's yeah, true. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> That's um. Have you ever heard the Jerry Seinfeld routine about like how he's saying how if you're at the Olympics, you either want to um come first or dead last. Uh, where he's mm. like. Because, I mean, you get the gold, that's good. And silver, it's like, well, at least I got something. But you get... Um, oh, sorry, no, bronze. Ah, oh, it's the other way around. Ah, oh, no. What have I done? I'll pretend that you didn't do it. Yeah, no, no, no. Well, no, that's fine. We'll we'll back over this. But okay. it's still... A great, he's Shameful silver was the way Jerry was saying it. Because, like, the, the bronze is... Well, at least you get something. But silver is like... Almost. Um, yeah, it's like... <laughs> you weren't quite good Congratulations, enough. you almost won. Of all yeah. the losers, you came first. And then it's like in these short races, the, the margin is like a thousandth of a second, ten thousandths of a second. And like, you know, this guy's trained you his entire life. And then like, it's like, yeah, go on. And then like, everyone wants to hear the story. It's like, well, silver medal, congratulations. What, did you, did you trip? Did you slip? Did you not hear the gun go off? Tell us what happened. <laughs> <laughs> and, but yeah, basically if you've got silver, you're Paul Walker in Fast and the Furious saying, man, I almost had you. And then you've got Vin Diesel in your face yeah. saying, no, you didn't. Yeah. What's well, something along those lines. Whatever Vin Diesel says. Family, something like that. I didn't realise he voiced the Iron Giant. Didn't he? Did you not no, know? That? Yeah, no, it's com- Iron Giant. What else? He does Groot. Groot. Solid voice acting. Mm. It's one words. Yeah, solid voice acting <laughs> when you don't need to say a lot. When you have to act. Yeah. <laughs> he does deliver Superman very well, though. Oh, in the Iron Giant? Yeah. I mean, yes. Yeah. What do you think of my statue, by the way? That's amazing. <laughs> one little fun thing I want to show when you. Said you had to, when you said you'd got a birthday present for me, <laughs> I was like, oh boy. <laughs> I thought about it. I went. $500, do I want to spend that much on Mitch? <laughs> 500 bucks. Yeah. Wow. Did Ash spend that much on Mitch? <laughs> uh, no. So what you do, I just took the head but off. But she did spend a decent You know a little dent in his head? Yeah, yeah, So yeah. when you tap the dent... Nice letter. Nice letter. That's awesome. Uh, that's worth 500 right there. Um, yeah. Ash, uh, let's not put a number on it, but Ash bought me a nice bottle of scotch and um, voucher to Igni. The, Ooh. Um, Fine dining restaurant in Geelong. Cool. Mm. What what is their specialty? Well, it's uh, I don't actually know. Like, but it, their menu is one of those ones where it's like seasonal and rotating and fresh, and it's a set menu. I think it's ten course or eleven course or something like cool. that. So you just pay one hundred fifty bucks and they sort you out. Sounds good. You did all right. Are you going to take a nice photo of that um, Iron Giant and maybe put it online so everyone can see what we're talking about? I will do that, of course. I love the guys here doing shit that we probably should have been doing for the last five years. Yeah, yeah, You know yeah. that stuff that you talk about in the show? You should probably show the people. You mean when I talked about the time that I accidentally threw toilet paper across a cubicle? I should have taken a photo yeah. of that before like I a, left. Like, like a shuttlecock, as you described it. Yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, why did you do it? Because the guy asked for toilet paper. No, 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 no. It was an accident. 
Oh. It was it was a, just a thing of... You remember when John Howard was bowling and he didn't let go of <laughs> the ball quickly <laughs> enough? I was... Midwife. I, I was supposed to be depositing that one into the bowl and then reaching for more. What was it out paper. of the bowl? Did you pull it out and look at it or something? Uh, well, yeah. Like how, how <laughs> else? <are> you some, <laughs> sometimes you sometimes you need to. It's it's a progress report. How else are you supposed to know what you're dealing with? <laughs> Do I need to keep going with this? <laughs> Clearly, no, no, no. It was more. I had the hand below the rim. But instead of letting go and then getting more toilet paper, I reached to get more toilet paper and then I let go and it just it just went. <laughs> Glided through the air. Season season three, episode one. For anyone that wants to go back and, and there hear was, the full story, apparently there was a guy in the other cubicle, right? Yeah, he landed perilously perilously <laughs> close to his foot. <laughs> Did he say anything? No. What could you say? What would you say in that situation? A guy just flung shit at you. Clearly, hey. he's crazy. He's crazy. Exactly. <laughs> Don't say that to him. What am I the zoo here? So, so then <laughs> he's, it became, asked, he's asking for you to. Yeah. to, to then it became us. a standoff of me going. Well, I either have to sit here until he leaves, or I have to <laughs> oh. try to get out of here real fucking quick. <laughs> Not to, to drop this into toilet humor. Feel free to edit this out. <laughs> have you ever been in a situation where there's only two cubicles in a men's room? Mm. You know, you you go in, you see the other ones. Which occupied. one do you do the coke from? Yeah. Well, the, the, well, well, <laughs> Continue, guy. That's a question for another time. You know you're going to be noisy. <laughs> <laughs> I just pr- you... predicament work every day because we only got two cubicles. Yeah, but you know, like, I know that they, they didn't see me come. That they don't know no, it's well, me. Yeah. So well, but, I was going to say, but, in, a, in a work situation, what you, all you need to do is narrow your stance so they can't see your shoes. Yeah, and it's fine. Yeah, and you're anonymous. I don't know. I think I'd still feel kind of self-conscious if you just made a. Yeah. I also a, 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 a symphony, I also, <laughs> a bathroom symphony <laughs> crescendo. Yeah. I also tend to. Um, what about when you're trying to be quiet and all of a sudden it's just bloop, bloop, and you're yeah. like, "Fuck!" Yeah, I no, really no. tried that you time. Just, um, <laughs> again, the other crucial element here in a work environment is to walk in the toilet with a different, um, a different cadence, so that way they can't identify mm. the clip clop of your shoes. <laughs> yeah, sort of tap dance. Well, yeah. It's funny. Because everyone has to walk from behind me t- to get to their desk. I'm at yep. the, the, the yeah. front desk. You start I to know, identify a walk. I know who's coming in. Yeah. yeah. But uh, anyway, so getting back to the start of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> the Springfield's been voted. 15 minutes. Yes. Uh, the news report, Channel 6 are announcing they've got the mascot contest. As we discussed at the start, it just fit this episode. It made sense. Mm. It was nothing where Homer had to give up work or anything like that. It was yep. just something that he enjoyed doing. Yep. Shout what? out to the Sarajevo games as well, by the way. Yeah. So, like, I don't know. Um, 1984, was it? Yeah. 1984, they did have a temporary boom and then they got absolutely uh, destroyed in the Bosnian War. Um, so, you know, <laughs> it's a painful joke for any <laughs> Sarajevo. Say lovey. Yeah. <laughs> did you think, feel like when Homer was showing off his mascots that it kind of reminded you of when he's showing off his inventions? Uh, yes, a little bit, yeah. Similar kind of vibe. Mm. Um, so he's paper mache the cat and whatnot. <laughs> I did love Bart's line here of, hope those aren't the dog's eyes. Yeah. Oh, Springy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but Springy's just a great mascot. It is. Like, it's um, fun. I think that's actually one thing that I like about it is it's kitschy enough that, that you could see that being the mascot yeah. in real life. Springy is akin to the paperclip that you used to have on windows. On windows, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Is that when he would appear when you didn't need him anymore? Yeah. yeah. The, help, Annoying. the help guy. Is, yeah. is Clippy, is, is his name actually Clippy? Is, is it, it even a he? Something, something along is those Is it gender lines. fluid? Would be now. Probably. Back then it was... So it's a non-binary clip. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the town's preparing for the Olympic Games. Um, spray painting the ground and whatnot. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know why that's funny. It's probably not that funny. Anyway, please continue. Should I just play a clip? Just binary folders, <laughs> non-binary, just play a non-binary I- clip. The idea of a, you know, a gender fluid hear, manila, I manila well, folder. I'm just picturing paper flying everywhere. <laughs> What's wrong? It's a non-binary <laughs> clip. This contract is non-binding. Anyway, please continue. Uh, I used to hate it. Like if your computer froze, and the uh, the clip wasn't moving anymore. Yeah, and it was just stationary. You knew you were in trouble. Oh, God. <laughs> I feel for Clippy. He's got a lost in a hell of his own making. Fucking hell! Can we just move on, please? Oh, okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> I have to apologise. Did you hear his joke? <laughs> Which was I? Let's not back over it. <laughs> well, so when your computer freezes and it w- the clip wouldn't move anymore, and it was just stationary. God damn, that was actually really good. <laughs> Props to Mitch. Um, the song here was sort of a parody on Proud Mary. 
Children of mm. the Future. Yeah, uh, um, this was um um suitably terrible. Yeah, it was oh, catchy yeah. though. Yeah, yeah, it's supposed to be that way. Um, Springfield can provide women, cash, guns, whatever they need, whatever they need. <laughs> yeah, which is exactly what um I mean. Only the Olympic Committee is not above a bribe. No, no, of course not. I'm, I'm fairly sure that's news. They're about to announce Springfield as the winner. Then Bart comes in with his routine. Thank you, thank you. So, uh, you're from Russia, huh? Duh! You drunk yet? Duh. Poland, eh? <laughs> Too easy. How you doing, Germany? Here's my impression of an East German woman. Kiss me or I'll crush you. That's what we're all thinking. I'm not thinking that. Hey, Swiss miss. <laughs> There's no missing you, babe. <laughs> Lay off the cocoa. Yeah! It's <laughs> Now I'd like to say one last thing to our Olympic representatives. If there was a medal for horrible audiences, you'd get the gold. Peace out. Skinner, how could you put this boy on with that horrible material? Well, it really did seem funny in rehearsal. And he didn't even get to his Ubangi routine. Ha ha ha, laugh it up, ya punks. Cause you and Jan Murray here just cost our town the Olympics. Hey, Chalmers, where are you from? Huh? Oh, well, I was born in Queens, went to Ball State, then made the move to Intercourse, Pennsylvania. Uh, why do you ask? Uh, don't worry, sir. I'll teach these children some respect for their town. I'm assigning each of you 20 hours of community service. What if we refuse? You won't pass to the next grade. I fail to see the threat. Skinner! Good idea. Now, if you'll excuse me, I'm off to my vacation at Lake Titicaca. Let's see you make a joke out of that, Mr. Smart Guy. Now, does Skinner have the ability to make kids do community service? He's just the principal of the school. This but was a pattern. the superintendent kind of... So I've, I've, I've read... No, the superintendent had nothing to do with it. It was just Skinner deciding that. But I've read that this was based loosely on a school in the States that mm. made kids do community service if they wanted to pass to the next grade. Well, yeah, I feel like that's not a thing that you could enforce. No. I mean, you could have it as a... An option. This is a program we're doing, but if you get a letter from your parents, then you yeah. get to stay home and play kaplunk. All right, Martin, for your community service, you'll be setting up a midnight basketball program for inner-city street games. All right, gang, shirts and skins, let's hustle! Millhouse, do you like the beach? Who doesn't? Good. I want you to pick up all this medical waste that's washed up on the shore here. I pricked myself. Well, just keep working. You'll prick yourself with the antidote sooner or later. <sighs> what are you going to do to me? Bart, not all community services, gang warfare, and dangerous infection. And to illustrate that point, here's where you'll be working. The fireworks candy and puppy dog store. No, 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 next to it. Diddle-a-bet. Boil or mole? I did enjoy how much fun the old folks were having playing bingo. Like, don't Nicola and yeah. Well, our wives went out and played bingo last week. Yes, I know. Um, we are officially getting old. Yeah. No, I'm not. She is. <laughs> um, Ash you had... walked in going, I feel about 10 years older than 32. Well, that's because I was at the Michael Bublé concert with all the young kids. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, yeah, Ash had some creepy bingo person try to make friends with them. Oh, mm. oh, that's not good. No, like a bingo hustler. Ah, uh, a regular. Probably more like a um a bingo version of Ben Mendelssohn from uh. Wow. What how far? Mississippi what's grind. Mississippi grind. Yeah, thank you very much. Show the tricks of the just trade. Just a bingo loser oh, that's oh. tried to latch on to the <laughs> new guy for luck. Ben Mendelssohn from Rogue One. <laughs> <laughs> Um, what, do we even have to keep going through the episode? Because I feel like this is just falling off the keep rails. Trying. <laughs> keep trying. Um, but Bart basically, the, the gist of this is Bart wants the old folks, or he, he's bored mm. and he wants to go do something exciting. And at the same time, he wants the old folks to have a good time as mm. well. I know you don't agree with that, but I feel like that's what they're leading towards I, here. I, no, I just don't think 
Bart cares enough about other people for that to have been his main motivation. I think by the end of it, it was, though. I think he viewed it as a possible win-win. Because yeah. he had him on the boat when and he was they, sad that they weren't going... He was sad yeah, that they okay. just wanted to enjoy bingo again. Yeah, yeah, I'll give you that. When they're on the boat, yeah, I think he did think he'd he'd unlocked it for them. Yeah. Yes. But I don't think that was his early motivation. Just it morphed into that. Yeah. Anyway. Not his end game. Boy, Lenny, you sure look hungry. Have some nuts. Hey, thanks. Oh, my eye. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Now, if you want to be the life of the party like Lenny here, just place your order for this hilarious novelty item. Oh, my, get out of here. Why, Mo, you sure look angry. Here, have some nuts. Hey, thanks. Oh! God, my eye! Oh, get it out! Jeez! Go! Oh, don't pull! Don't pull! I said don't pull! Don't! Homer is a real terrible person at times. Like, mm. <laughs> deliberately shooting springs into people's eyes. Yeah, well... <laughs> <laughs> I can see the conceptual leap that he would make from like, hey, it's fun when you've got, you know, <laughs> that can of peanuts and boo, a, yep. a snake comes out. Oh, we all had a good laugh at that one. There's, and it's like, eh, <laughs> there's got to be a spring in there somewhere. Let's just, you know, cut out some of the stages. It's a really well-constructed comedy scene, though. Yeah. You know what's great, though, is that Mo falls for it. Doesn't, but he doesn't, doesn't help Lenny. He's just, get out of here, Homer. While <laughs> Lenny's running <laughs> around <true>. crying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, straight away, like you said, straight away falls for it again. Yeah, so, yeah. so it's, it's it's um brilliant. Like it's basically a sketch within the middle of an episode. Yeah, it's brilliantly constructed. <laughs> and the thing is, the side story it doesn't appear all that often. And it's only in very short snippets, mm. but every time it's really, really good. Like yeah. Skinner punching him in the face as well. Yeah, oh, I'll be right down. <laughs> <laughs> Was he using his real kind of suave salesman approach on on? Um... He was attempting to. On yeah, uh, Skinner's mother, is, Agnes. Is your father who? Yeah. <laughs> Something along those lines. You would need his permission. Yeah. What do you think of the One Floor of the Cuckoo's Nest reference? Uh, I mean... A bit shoehorned in, but yeah. Maybe a little bit. Uh, also, just the fact that it's been done probably three times. I can't remember once. That, um, so, well, Barney was probably the most oh, Barney, famous yeah. one. Then you had the, then Homer repeatedly running out the window. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like there might be one other one that I'm forgetting off the top of my it head. It does feel like one that's... At least Homer didn't smash the window to get out. He just, yeah, yeah. It's, it's the thing of like, I know it's the most iconic thing from One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, but like, I mean, they parody Citizen Kane a lot, but they always choose a different element of Citizen Kane. Mm. There's, there's a lot of things in One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest that you could have gone back to. Yeah, I mean, have um, they ever done the thing about, you know, changing the TV to... You know, the ball game or something? I don't or, think so, no. Yeah. Um, but anyway. And the other thing, um, they said that, like, the nurse in this was supposed to be designed off, uh, or based off Nurse Ratchet, Ratchet. But that really didn't come across at all. Like, oh, I Nurse Ratchet is mean. I wouldn't have made that at all. No. She, she's actually a good nurse. She, yeah. was, she was pleasant, if anything. She was yeah. like, please don't do that. Maybe a physical design, but that's it. And even then, it's not It's not really obvious. So, yeah, I, I feel like the, the it's slightly lazy parody of One Flew Over in this instance. So Bart decides to steal the elderly whilst Lisa's out of the room. Mm-hmm. Um, takes him out in the boat. Well, he doesn't actually take him out in the boat. It was just to get out of the, of the old folks' home, basically. I did enjoy the montage of them just having a good time. Yeah, it was fun. Do you notice they repeated some footage a couple and like they mirrored footage? It was like watching Mega Shark versus Giant Octopus. Yeah, but I feel like I think that was the joke because there was one moment where like they were going for it deliberately. Where Jasper and the, well, it's good. It's no Piranha Conda versus Mega Gator. <laughs> where Jasper and the and the old Jewish guy were. Playing with the um with their walking sticks and then it like mm. reversed and like the stick came that was it was weird mm. but yeah I I the, the falling sideways and whatnot that was just repeated and do you think it was a Tuscan Raider kind of situation where they don't have enough yeah. frames or they just have to keep repeating <laughs> <laughs> um so they're out in the boat there's one thing here that I didn't like was that so they walk past and the sea captain goes not a looker among them mm. then two minutes later he's crashing into another boat because he's got two glass eyes yeah it's a fair point. How do you make that joke? You can smell good lookers. Yeah, maybe. But he was looking at them. His eyes were moving. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and is, that, well, is that the sea captain's main... Well, I mean, clearly captaining ships is his main gig. But does he have like a boat to call his own? Is that is that his boat? His boat changes from episode. His, his yeah. gig changes mm-hmm. from episode to episode, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Um, He's got an all-you-can-eat buffet sometimes. and Anyway. Um, so they're out in the boat and they're having a great time. Lisa just somehow, Lisa somehow finds them. 
That's true. In her own boat. She just arrives. In a boat. She's, she's taken a boat out to the water, ditches that boat and gets yeah, onto their she, boat. She's James Bonded them. But it was great way Bart's like, Sea Hag! <laughs> <laughs> but I enjoy Bart in this. Yeah, he's funny. Yeah. He's, he's become a little bit annoying in, in this season, but this I thought he was really, 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 really enjoyable. Well, Smithies, you say you painted all your Navy buddies this way? Until I was discharged, sir. How awkward was the, uh, the Smithers moment with Burns? No, I liked that, to be perfectly honest. Um, uh, until I was discharged, sir. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I mean, A, I liked that uh, it was a relatively modern movie reference that worked. Uh, and yeah, the, the not until I was discharged. Good political joke. That's fine. Anyway, so they crashed into the boat. Was it Burns' boat they crashed into? Because um, it was just before that moment that you see them. Must have been. Yeah, yeah. it was. This is all Bart's fault. Get him. I blame yes. him. Kill his I want some taquitos. Leave him alone. Sure, Bart's responsible for our deaths. But he gave us the most fun we had in 20 years. So before we go to our watery graves, I think that we... And you can still hear him singing from down the pipe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How many springs was he up to at that point? Uh, it, it, was, oh. it was about 135 left. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I just love the fact that he'd stand there all day and flush them one by one. One by and one. And sing it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Dan was just having a great time um, acting that scene. Out. Great. I think it's always to, good to, when to bring, has an excess of something. To bring this comedy. Whether it's sugar or springs. And you can never find... The most effective way to divest himself of this burden, yeah, just either let it just, you yeah. know, it's just going to be taking up space and ruining his life. When the sugar's melting, that's the greatest delivery ever. It's melting it's over melting. the world. <laughs> I was going to say the uh, the song to bring this podcast full circle yeah. and back to the Naked Gun for people that haven't seen Naked Gun thirty three and a third, and I'm sure there'd be a few of you out there. Um, one of the best jokes I think in the entire series is when Pris- Priscilla Presley's character walks out of a bar. She's in breakup mode and it's a bit of a Thelma and Louise parody. And as she opens the door, you can hear 999 bottles, uh, was it 999 bottles of beer on the wall, 99 bottles of beer. Um, and then like her friend comes out and she's like, what's wrong? You're not thinking about Frank, are you? Like, They're playing our song. <laughs> <laughs> I understand. Take some time. <laughs> um, but yeah, the episode ends with... Uh, Old guys, old folks getting saved with Bart and we get Bart saying he's going to come visit Grandpa more often, which is sort of like the nice touching ending they yeah. try to add to this episode. This was the first episode written by Mike Scully's wife, by the way. Mm. She only wrote three. The other two, not so great. But this one I really, really enjoyed. I, overall, is she actually credited as Mike Scully's wife? She is, yes. <laughs> I don't know her name. No, it's Julia. <laughs> uh, but I thought this was a solid... Uh, this was more enjoyable than I remember it being. This one, I I think also having the Beatles reference, I, I like I, as well. I remember liking it and just like I, it was one that I was like, hi, I look forward to this. There's some funny stuff in here. It's just everyone in the episode's having fun. I think that and that resonates. Yeah, there's no um nothing. I mean, uh, apart from Bart's comedy routine, there's nothing. No mean spirited comedy in this. No. Really, it's well, the, it's all fairly light and easy fare. The old guys are having a good time. Homer's enjoying Salony Springs, mm. getting punched in the face, but he's still enjoying it. Bouncy Maggie around. Yeah, all in all, really fun. What do you think, Mr. Davis? Um, I thought it was fairly mean-spirited that both uh, Lenny and, and Mo got springs in the eyes. Yes. But, yeah. But they're like... <laughs> but those guys not, had it coming. They're not people. <laughs> <laughs> I do like that Lenny and Carl clean the sewers. Yeah. Yeah, that, that element. Very um, proud of it. But yeah. I believe it. Yeah, you've you've turned me around somewhat. I mean, I think my initial score for this was probably somewhere around a maybe a six, and you've bumped it up to maybe a seven and a half. Yeah, it's not the greatest episode of all no, time, but yeah, no, I, I think seven and a half. Um, but I think in this season, seven and a half is pretty good. I'm being generous because it's my first time. Mm, I think that's about it. I don't think we have time for a regular mailbag because um, we do have a deadline. And, yeah, uh, I, I, and, I, and I'm, I'm sensing Nicola's rage because she has to get ready and leave in ten minutes, and she's going. To, she has these classes where they turn the lights off and you dance in the dark. Right. Yeah, you put you put the music on. It's for people who don't want to dance around people. How so much does one have to tip? Uh, well, it's five dollars to enter. Okay. <laughs> um, Is but, it at a place called Springsteen's? <laughs> we're not going to go there, guys. So they <laughs> turn not together. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> but yeah, so they, they turn the lights off and they just dance in the dark. I'm assuming they play Springsteen. I mean, Do they have guns for hire? Where, where have all these dad jokes been for the last five years? The guy brings them out. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing beats your stationery. I feel like I need to up my pun game whenever <laughs> he's in the room. <laughs> that's, that stationery game. Well, I noticed that. Every, every, time you, every time you say it, you glance over a guy like, approve? Yeah. Hey. Approve? Wait, wait, <laughs> eh, eh, eh. Next time you're in those Addy offices and you're stuck for an idea. Just, <laughs> next time, just shake your head like the guy in Happy Gilmore. I want to see his heart rip in half. <laughs> <laughs> Lee Trevello. Yeah. Just having none of it. <laughs> I don't know if it, I've said that with confidence. I don't know if it was Lee Trevello, but let's go with it. <laughs> Carvello? I think you're I think you're conflating Lee Trevino and Lee Carvello. I think that's what <laughs> I was Lee doing. Lee I think I think Lee you Trevello. threw them into the Brundlefly thing. <laughs> I was just gonna leave, let him just, And you've come up with the I ultimate want, golfer. I didn't want him to know that. <laughs> <laughs> you've come up with mega golfer. Lee Lee, Lee Trevello. Sounds like a fish, Trevello. <laughs> Trevelli. Like you're thinking of. I know that, but I'm. Yeah. So, oh God! It is Lee Trevino, though. <laughs> <laughs> like obviously. <laughs> oh man, that's Lee Trevello putting. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, we're going to wrap this up. Uh, next week, we're going to be reviewing. I think it's the one you mentioned last week, wasn't it? They saved Lisa's brain because you got it confused the weeks. Yeah, well, I was just guessing, but yeah, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's it. Next week is Monty Can't Buy Me Love. That's yeah, the that's one what where, I said. Yeah, that's the one where he gets the Loch Ness Monster. This is an episode that a lot of people don't like. They think it's just ridiculous. It's where they go to Scotland and they meet Willie's family. Good. This is going to be fun. Yeah. Will Good you do time. a Scottish accent? Don't ask him to do accents. Aye. Don't ask him to do accents. I didn't ask him to. I said, will he? Because <laughs> I This was not it. an invitation. This was a... <laughs> Alrighty, guys, thank I'm going to watch Shrek all week just so I can learn how to do it real I just, authentically. I just got a message, five-minute warning from Nicola. I'm in big trouble. <laughs> we better wrap this up. Five-minute warning? <laughs> is, um... The clock's now counting up. <laughs> really, I was going to say, really dated reference. Stephen <laughs> Quartermain is in charge of that. Any final words for the listeners? Wow, one just came up saying sudden death. He just stole your final words. <laughs> it's fine. That was better than I would have said. 